Thanks everyone for tuning into today's episode. You can follow us on Instagram at CuriosityPod. That's C-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-E-A pod. And you can leave us a voice message. Head on over to our Instagram and click on that bio link. You can also email us at thecuriositypodcast at gmail.com. Stay curious, y'all. Stay curious. Yeah, no, no, no. We're definitely not. Hello and welcome to the Curiosity Podcast, where two BFFs curious about the world sit, sip, and spill the tea. I'm your co-host, Megan. And I'm your co-host, Adriana. Okay, so we haven't seen each other in legitimately almost a month. Isn't that crazy? It felt like it was just... Last weekend, are we celebrating? It feels like last weekend, but it also feels like a year ago. Like, time is so strange for me right now. I can't, it's going by so fast that I'm like, oh yeah, that was like eight months ago. And then it's like, no, that was yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, that, I, first of all, that was such a fun day. It was. Oh my gosh. Um, It was just. I hadn't done brunch with a bunch of friends like that in a long time. I hadn't, you know, been day tipsy like that in a really long time. Um, And it was so fun. It was just so fun to celebrate you two. Y'all were just grinning from ear to ear all day. Okay, so... Just showered with love. So, tell me, (laughs) did you really pull... Yes. A muscle? I literally pulled a muscle in my face because I was smiling so big and so hard for hours. Yes. Um, it was very painful. That I actually, <laughs> at one point, because the pain was like radiating from my, you know, my jaw down, like into my oh ear God. and like a little bit of like the top of my neck. And I was like, is this COVID? <laughs> like, no. I, I totally panicked. And I, I mean, I took a, a COVID test. I, I really, Did I was going yeah. to take one anyway, but I took it earlier because I was like, oh no. This? I was like, I mean, I'm in so much pain. Like, I couldn't, like, talking hurt. And it really was like, it was interesting because it was like my jaw. I could feel it. Like when I touched it, even it was like sore to the touch, but then my ear was just like, man, it was killing me. And then I was like, do I have an ear infection? I mean, so yeah, after like looking into it and yeah, it was like, yeah, you probably just have TMJ or like pulled, um, there's so many muscles in your face and you can pull it from overextending. Yeah. Yeah. And then let me tell you that, uh, I I've actually, actually got a uh, you know a picture of this because I was like I mean I know I was like so happy like I was so incredibly no, happy legit the two of y'all were smiling all day Espe- I mean you especially <laughs> but like it it's <laughs> such a happy day to celebrate love like how do you not it was Smile. and then my photographer sent me a some selects yeah and looking at the photos <laughs> Okay, I'm showing Adriana one right now. My smile, my face is so big. Okay, my nostrils are flaring. Flared. Like, 
And then I was looking through all the photos and like all of them, my nostrils are flared because I'm laughing so, so hard, hard and smiling so hard at like my life that, yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. It's no, just it, like pure joy radiating from like, the ends, deep insides of you. This makes sense that I pulled a muscle in my the face. flared nostrils are making it for me. Like that's really it. Like all of that. I just literally, I look Aww. and then like my reactions to the cake, my mouth yeah. is like wide open. My, uh, this, like literally my, I look like oh, I'm on. these are cute. I didn't, I don't know that I saw these. Oh, how cute. I look like I'm on drugs. Um, um, because my eyes are so big, I'm like <laughs> grinning from ear to ear. I mean, no, I'm just happy, but so I know it's just so. F- when she sent the selects back, I was like, "Oh wow, yeah, I could see how I pulled a face muscle. Oh, yeah, that makes so sense." Funny. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. But yeah, what I is no that. no regrets, no not regrets, regrets at all. No, yeah, not at all. Oh, <laughs> uh, your brother. Oh, Matthew. Matthew. First of all, LOL, you had to sit them on opposite ends of the yeah. table. I, I don't think I've ever really experienced them in their glory. Like, well, imagine as a family, growing up like with it. Yes! No, I mean, Sean and I, we were just like laughing our asses off the entire morning. Because just like they were both so loud, which you know I can you appreciate. Got, yeah, yeah. And then two, it was just like the way that they would like shush each other from oh, the other all, sides the all, it's, yeah. like, it's like y'all are both loud who are you really shushing like, that's why I had to sit them at opposite ends because or the, telling the other one to relax they're both sit down it's like <laughs> well it's like clearly the apple like, does not fall far from the tree okay oh, no. well yeah it was so much fun um Ashley Matthew had me rolling I was smiling always I was just so happy seeing you guys happy. It was... The donuts were so good. Okay, everyone keeps talking about the donuts. <laughs> the donuts. And, and I bet it was the cheapest thing, right? I'm pretty sure that it was because Ashley picked them up. Um, before, on the way, yeah. Yeah, on the way. Yeah. I was like, hey, we I have some like donut stands and, you know, we have brunch theme. Our wedding cake had like little donuts in it and stuff. I was like, yeah, can you just like pick some up? It's like people can eat them, but it's mostly like for the, you know, the, the decor and like the, yeah. the, the it mood. It looks cute. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, cool. And those like I looked over they like devoured. they were done. They were gone. I was like, oh, yeah. oh I didn't I didn't know that okay yeah cool yeah i'm glad people ate that we're gonna underestimate donuts at but a party. like every Ever. like not everyone i would say for sure four people were like where are those donuts from <laughs> and i was like i have no idea you should ask ashley <laughs> um i'm pretty sure they're like from a mom and pop shop somewhere around here (laughs) i mean yeah they looked great but i mean they were so good it's just so funny like people are like oh the donuts that probably cost like ten dollars versus the wedding (laughs) cake that costs like 160 that's what i'm saying i'm sure it was like the cheapest dessert on the table and it was like no it definitely was where are the donuts from (laughs) oh these donuts i was like dreaming about them in my my afternoon <laughs> what's a good news update i know um you've been really busy i thought i'm on the other side <laughs> the other side of q3 that's a good place to be yeah like i was so relieved after saturday's event it was our largest event yet um we were at a wine and food festival they had sold 3200 tickets wow girl i was making bananas 
None. Oh my God. How many did you end up selling? Like hun- hun- thousands? Hundreds? No, 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 no. No, Thousands of people. Or, yeah, thousands of people came to the right, event. Right, right, right. We sold to hundreds. Mm-hmm. Um, we sold the most that, than we ever had. Um, we did not sell out like I would have liked. Uh, we overshot, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. This, this event was a stress test to yeah. basically test our operations and see how we would need to scale up, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, I did the best I could, you know, to plan, but it, there were just like logistical things, like the way, the flow of how we were set up and like how that many volume of people introduced new pain points that you know maybe I wasn't yeah. like so there's just like some structural things to yeah. how um I would do it over at an event like of that size um but I think at, after Saturday I mean that was like for three days I was off and just mm-hmm. focused Focus. on the event um heads down in it and I was just so happy to get to Sunday mm-hmm. to just be because not only that I just you know it wraps up Q3 like end of that September worked, yeah. is end of Q3 and I basically had aimed to knock out a ton of like these goals um, mm-hmm. that were all it was one project that was laddering up to several goals that I was able to accomplish for mm-hmm. it. And it was after a string of really awesome accomplishments in Q1 and Q2. So I was really trying to, like, close Q3 with a bang. And yeah. It was hard. It was very hard. Um, but I did it. And I Hell finished yeah. the event. Hell yeah. And I was still able to be a part of all the social life things. Like, Kristen mm-hmm. was in town, your wedding, you know, and just... <sighs> So, um, and you know, I got to spend time with a ton of family last weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my little brothers, Lorenzo, just moved into town. Oh, he did? Yes. Like, I know. He showed up last week. I know. I'll have to catch you up on that some more later. I saw him flexing on the gram at a parking lot and wondered, hmm, that parking lot looks familiar. He's back at those mirror flexes, boy. Was he in the mirror or he was in a No, he lot? was in a parking lot. Okay. <laughs> and I That's was like, hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, well, well. He's, he cracks me up. But, but anyways, yeah, he's back in town. Yeah, I love him too. So we'll be doing more catching up. But yeah, it's all been good. I, mm-hmm. I think my good news is that I made it through. Yeah. I knocked out the goals. That's a I huge did the accomplishment. Thing. Yeah. Just like, That's several that. accomplishments that. in like one just period. Like, so you look at it like it's one big thing, but it's like so many little things that took so much work. So yeah, yeah I would be so proud and also exhausted. Exhausted. The, yeah, to, the point, it. to the point where I kid you not, like I had to tap my therapist in. I was like, I believe it. check in. Like, I don't yeah. know if I'm okay. Like, <laughs> let's, let's make sure. And then my mom's moving in on Sunday, tomorrow. The apartment? Yes, girl. She's so far out in Princeton right now. Like, mm-hmm. she's Yeah, like, I don't even know where that is on the map. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's like, where the fuck is that? Nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, it's far northeast is what it is. Practically Oklahoma. She basically works 10 minutes from my apartment. 
You know, I think it'll just, oh, it just yeah. makes sense. That, yeah, like, that makes so much sense. It's going to suck a little. It's a little bit of a sacrifice, mm-hmm. but we're all close. We're all family. We'll yeah. get through it. it and I'll be like, is. you know, it'll be so much nicer than when y'all move into the house and you'll have your own space. You'll be right. like, we'll wow, be able to appreciate okay, yeah. <laughs> Remember when we were all like in one room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. Like, <laughs> Anyways, yeah. enough about me. What are, do you, what's your good news? I mean, my good news is uh, that, uh, you know, Anoop and I are, we got our closing date. So we yeah. now know when we're moving to North Carolina, which is just <sighs> such a, such a relief because we, I mean, we started packing months ago because our, our, um, builders said, you know, you can move anywhere between end of July to September. So a few months ago we started packing because we were like, well, yeah. shit, we might be moving in a few weeks. So we've just been kind of waiting. So yeah, it's just good to know like, okay, we have until November 12th. <laughs> that is our, yeah. we are moving on the 13th. Our movers come on the 12th. We drive on the 13th. Um, yeah, I'm just so, I'm such a planner. It had yep. really, really been stressing me out. So that's my good news. But ironically, as you're on the other side right now, I'm in the thick of it with work and now <laughs> preparing for the move as well. It's like the the wedding was like so much fun, but there was there was a lot of like planning and some stress that went into that. Absolutely. And it's like, oh, okay, that's done. And like the last few weeks, we're like, wow, like what do we we like have time? Like, oh my god. And then now I'm like, J.K. <laughs> Here yeah. we go again. Time for another tornado. Work has just been so demanding. A lot of stuff going on. We're on a different uh, calendar, so we just ended our Q1. Uh, hopefully in a few weeks, I'm going to be sitting where you are yeah. on the other side. <laughs> but I kind of, yeah, like the other night, I didn't call my therapist, but I just laid in bed and like stared at the ceiling. I, I think I, I think I just was having like heartburn, um, but I convinced myself I had, you know, like uh, an aneurysm. And so it's just crying to myself and like I'm just like so stressed right now and like I'm probably gonna have like my heart's gonna give out or like I'm gonna have an aneurysm and like I probably have like angina and like my wall of my heart is like so thick and like um yeah I'm like freaking myself out like literally talking myself into an anxiety not not attack but just like yeah and then Anoop got me some like Tums and I I took them and then I felt great and I was like, well, 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 <laughs> looks like I'm just getting old yeah. and I got to watch when I eat spicy food. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Indigestion, man. Welcome yeah. to your thirties. You know, when the, the waiting period is up and you can skip to the video. You didn't skip. I didn't skip. What was I this? stuck around to learn more. What so were you learning? So it was, it was Zoop, it's called Zoopoo, like Z-U-P-O-O. Okay. And I mean, it was just this man talking about the toxic buildup in our bodies. Oh. If we don't digest it after every meal, we basically end up with like buildup of toxic coli just mm-hmm. hanging out in our bodies and it creates all these diseases and illnesses and how we carry five to ten pounds of like toxic waste in us because we're not like eating the proper thing and I'm, I was just it's, like ah! it's not exiting our bodies yes it, yeah. it was just like such such an informative video 
But it also reminded me of the time that I went and got a colon colposcopy. Yeah, I've got one. I've got one too. And I lost five pounds. Yes. Okay. And it was disgusting because I was like, that was in me. Yes. Well. Okay. So. It was like twofold for me, and this is a whole story. I don't know if I ever told you about my experience. I don't Did think I? so. No. Okay, girl, brace yourself, because you know, I, you know, I love a poo poo tuck. Okay, it's yeah. Okay, I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share. I'm gonna be brave. I'm gonna choose courage. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember talking to you about this because I like eating things and drinking things that will just cleanse me, right? Like leafy greens, ginger roots, things like that. Okay. Well, I remember learning about this and I was like, this is cool. I learned that Leonardo DiCaprio does them. Of course he does. Right? Isn't that so weird? And he, he talked about how his supermodel girlfriends got him hooked onto this. So I was like, interesting. And he does it like once a month or something like that. I don't know. He does it pretty like regularly as a self care practice. And then I learned that you had done it, you know, and I was like, oh, how, you know, like flushing oneself out. Like, I like the idea of being that cleansed, you know, and sure, I'll knock five pounds off. Like, okay, I, I end up purchasing, you know, making a reservation. I make an appointment. I go. I'm really excited. I've had these conversations. I've looked into it. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be cool. It's weird and gross, but also like, yeah. So, you know, the man explains how I get onto the, the bed, how you insert the tube into your anus, <laughs> your colon. Like, I mean, this is just such an intimate activity to be mm-hmm. doing. But, you know, I was there for it. I was present. He leaves. I get undressed. I get onto the table. It's, you know, the bed or whatever. I do the thing. And it's just like, first impression is like, okay, this isn't uncomfortable this isn't painful or anything like that but it's kind of uncomfortable like you're straight up shooting shit (laughs) into a tube that's up your butthole and it's also falling out into the bin below you're watching it yeah you're just like oh there it goes like so that was just like a very like you feel loose i don't know how this is loosey goosey over here loose and so I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm really not into this. I also don't like how it makes your stomach feel like it's cramping. Oh my Did god, mine was so that? painful. It felt like oh, re- it felt like. like terrible period cramps. Yes. Yeah, it was so painful for I me. I did not like I, that. I I like pulled my ass off of the tube at one point because I was like, did you? yeah, and then the water got all over me, no. and I didn't know that that was gonna happen. Yeah, uh, dangerous. Uh, well, dangerous. you know, they should have told you. I was just like, I can't, I can't take it. It was. I know. I had to like calm myself. I was like, no, 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 don't, don't overthink it. Don't. Just, you're fine. You've you've had cramps before. You're fine. So I was just like trying to like exist like. Oh yeah. You can't see it's my face so... right now, but I'm I was just trying to like exist in the air. Like no tension, <laughs> just relax. Everything is relaxed. I was literally <laughs> squeezing tense. the bed, squeezing yeah, no. my own hand. Because the sweating. moment you tense up, everything else is just gonna tighten <laughs> in its place. And that's yeah. what I didn't want. That's a so. lesson I just seem to keep having to go through in life. So finally the 
20 minutes are over. That is just like... It's, it's very of, long. It is long. And it's warm water. That's another thing for our listeners. Yeah, and thank never, God. Thank goodness it's warm water. So, yeah, th- this whole hot, wa- warm water flushing of your butthole is done. And alas, you get to... Wipe. Take yourself <laughs> off. And, yeah, wipe. And, like, get... Uh, like, I was just like, oh, I need to get clothes on. Like, now here's what he warned me of. He was like, now... You know, when you're done, take a moment to yourself, gather yourself, and just take it easy. Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't make me read in between the lines. Tell me exactly what that means. Because <laughs> yeah. I need to know exactly what that means. And he didn't tell me exactly what that meant. So, you know, I took a moment. I was just like, okay, yeah, like, I'm fine. I stayed relaxed. Like, I didn't. But I'm answer, done now. Answer me this. Did you shit your pants? So I gathered she myself, I gathered it. myself, I put on my clothes, I'm like, okay, I'm taking a moment to collect myself, <laughs> I'm walking out of the room, I turn, because I'm going to go to the bathroom, I, I, yeah. mean, I, I plan on doing that already, but all of a sudden, I'm sprinting oh, no. to the bathroom, because this sudden... A sensation of just like, like, I don't know if you've ever felt water diarrhea come out of your ass, but like, I felt like the floodgates <laughs> open and I just, they were already open. They were already so open. They were already They had been wild. open for 20 minutes. <laughs> I clenched They're like late to the party. So tight. I ran into the bathroom. Girl, I'm about to say something. I can't say believe it. I shit all over the fucking <laughs> toilet. It was on the floor. It was on me. No. It was. I water shitted, shatted all over. Oh, all God. Over the fucking, I never. I didn't make it, girl. I made it into the bathroom, but I pulled down my pants and it all just came exploding out of my ass. Oh, my God. And let me tell you, I've never felt so filthy in my life. Oh, I thought you were going to say free. <laughs> No, it's like I get that. Because that was the whole idea. It was like, ah, I'm gonna cleanse myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm five just five pounds lighter, like a super. I'm like, I'm like so thin and cute and pretty and and so innocent. Girl, I, I felt don't. loose. I felt filthy. I felt sweaty. I felt like trash. Just like shitting all over someone's bathroom, public bathroom. I. I've never scrubbed a public bathroom so hard yeah, I was in my add, life. Like, did, did they? Mean, did it come with cleaning products? Like, are they thank used to this? The Lord. Yeah, they, they were they, just tons of paper towels. Yeah, that's that's all I could do. There was tons of paper oh, towels. I took paper towel. I cleaned it all. I even took sudsy water and soap from the sink. I mean, I cleaned what I could. I felt disgusting. Oh. I felt I I felt so gross, and then I had to get in my car. Oh. After doing all of that work, <laughs> and oh then God. I was just like shaking. I was like shaking. Mind There's you, nothing is, left in your body. <laughs> no, mind you, this is when I was still driving a car with no AC, and oh. it's like Texas. So I it was just it was not okay. I was not okay after that. 
were just I had to like go hold I had to shower and then like hold myself in fetal position for like I was like hold it in again no I was just like what did I just go through like what yeah what did I pay for yeah you paid to like literally shit yourself and clean up the mess You dirty. did yourself dirty, dirty. Mrs. Lucy Literally, Goosey. Figuratively. <laughs> oh my God. So, oh yeah. God. Wow. But here's the thing about that. I was not five pounds lighter, okay? I wasn't even, I was maybe a pound lighter. I also felt like there wasn't enough in there for me to be satisfied, like, which was a good thing. So that's yeah. what I mean by it was twofold. It, I was like, I went in there wanting to get something out of it that I didn't really get, but then I'm also like, but that also means that I didn't have as much mm-hmm. in there as... So you're doing good. So I'm doing good, and yeah. I didn't need to experience all of that, but... I, I kind of want to get another one and just see what's going... Like, I, I'm like, I, I, I eat real too. healthy, you know, um, <laughs> and I would like to know if I sat on a tube, what's going to what's what's gonna gonna come happen? out. Yeah, because when I did it, I was 21... Or, no, 20. I think I was 20. No, 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 I was 21. I was 21. And I was, my diet was, I mean, I was vegetarian, but my diet was essentially uh, Kroger brand processed cheese. Sure. So, sure. Um, yeah. There was, you know. <laughs> Before I, we knew. There, there was a lot. There was a lot going on there. Um, and it, uh, luckily I didn't uh, shit myself like Miss, Miss Lucy Goosey over oh here. Oh, my but, God. I just... <laughs> But but in my defense, I went to this place that um, Sarah's uh, Mimi owned. Shout out Sarah, Um, Sarah McCory. Her Mimi owned this like kind of like spa place, and so I got like the hookup, which was like a discount. Yeah. And then Sarah told me like, "Hey, (laughs) when you get it, like you just gotta wait. Like don't leave immediately." Go to the bathroom, sit on the toilet, even if you think you don't need to go, because you're probably going to have to go. It's going to hit you. And I was like, okay, sure. And she's like, seriously, like, make sure you go to the bathroom after. So I, after my whole thing, like, I went into that bathroom and I sat there for a good, like, 15 minutes waiting. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. And then the whole drive home, I was so anxious that I was going to shit myself. Because I was like, nothing came out after. It's going to come out on the drive. (laughs) I mean, I just... yeah. But everyone's... Yeah, everyone's... Like, everyone's, like, so unique and different, you know? (laughs) Just stick stick a tube up your butt and see how, you know, your body reacts to it. We're all unique and special. Okay. So, you said that you watched the new Savage... X Fenty show yes, last ma'am. night. I haven't last watched it yet. I night. am going to like this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, um, without, well, I don't think there'd be any like spoilers cause it's not right. like a TV show, but like right. the overall, like, yeah, like, Reaction yeah. Like what, it. what did you think? Cause when I, when I saw the <laughs> very first one, I was like gripping Blow like my blanket, like, like, I can't believe this happened in my lifetime. Yes! <laughs> like, I was so happy. Yes. I think I cried at one point. Um, I just freaking love Rihanna and I love everything that she's doing all the time. I just, I'm, she does no harm in my eyes, which is probably unhealthy, but I'm <laughs> like, I, I would die for you probably. <laughs> uh, 
And I love her little, sorry, I just love her little, like, promos that she's been putting out. Like, um, she posted one the other day that was so, I mean, it was, like, sweet and sincere, but it was so funny because she just makes, like, the goofiest faces. And, and like, her reactions, I'm like, this is why she has the best um, gifts. Because she just is so, like, expressive expressive with her face. And, like, you can use it for, like, any emotion you're feeling. Rihanna has, she's got it. She's got say it. no more. Say no more. Uh, I'm. I feel like when I'm going. So I'm a homebody. Um, but when I go out, I feel like I'm. I try to embody like <laughs> Rihanna. Like, what would Rihanna wear? Hell yeah! I uh, yeah. That's yeah. What would Rihanna wear? And I just love her sense of fashion, mm-hmm. her sense of style. I love how she makes ugly things that are not cool, cool. Mm-hmm. She is just her, you know, through and through herself. And it's like just enough to give us a little bit of who she is, but we don't really, you know what I mean? Like she gives us her talents, mm-hmm. but she also, she has boundaries and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, she respects her privacy and that's just, I think that I just respect any celebrity who can do that and successfully manage that for themselves when they're like super people like Beyonce, Mm -hmm. you know, just so anyways, love Rihanna. Um, I agree. The very first, uh, Savage X Fenty fashion show volume one was absolutely because i'll i'll tell you what we watched that one after volume three oh really because <laughs> had to go back to the yeah to the yeah. original um the people that i was with so shout out to darian she threw the cutest little savage fenty rihanna themed like watch party did y'all wear some savage yes, fenty okay we did okay, we good. wore our savage fenty robes and little and this is a and the Fenty Beauty highlighter on. Yes. Oh, girl, we were glowing. <laughs> we we were ready, and it was just like three of us. Oh, <laughs> it I was love so that. cute. And shout out to Dee. She um she even got us Savage Fenty Beauty gifts. Oh, of no, course, she Savage did. Fenty. Of course, she did. Uh, she's Fenty from, Beauty. Fenty Beauty yeah. gifts. Yeah, she got us some some sunscreen and some lip gloss and mascara and it was just so cute Darian, and I miss you I know. not just because you give amazing no. gifts which you also have given me when I hosted Galentine's Day she got me the most beautiful cute Frida Kahlo jewelry box I that I still have and it's still like one of the cutest little pieces of things it's where I put yeah. my most precious jewelry it's the cutest little jewelry box we had to rewatch volume one because we were Nadia had not seen it she had only seen two and three mm. But re-watching that, one, it was pre-pandemic, it was 2019, yep. so how crazy, that's the only one that's been a live show, but this first show really um, was like the, the, the moment that you, that I felt like you knew Victoria's Secret was going to become a thing of the past. Hell Yeah. Okay, let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Like, took something and completely, like, flipped it on its head and said, no, everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone is included in this. Um, and it was just the first time that, for me anyway, like, I was watching a lingerie, like, not just a fashion show, but a lingerie show. And it wasn't, the focal point wasn't, like, 
blah, blah, boom, and, mm-hmm. like, showstopper top model, like, you know, um, So sexy you can't touch thin, me. Like, yeah, like, you'll never be this. like, yeah. unhuman, like, and, and it's not to throw shade on women built that way, but mm-hmm. to, you know, take this one idea of what is woman's beauty and, and just showcase that like Victoria's Secret has done for years and years and years mm-hmm. and then see Rihanna and, and the Savage Fenty brand include everything from prosthetic bodies to big bodies to tiny bodies, tall, muscular, small, muscular, t- yeah. Some extra roles. Male and female. Male Non-binary. And female. Yeah. Yeah. Not androgynous. Just mm-hmm. like all these different layers of just like celebrating mm-hmm. um, individuality. Mm-hmm. So beautiful. I've, um, got, I've got goosebumps right I know. I'm getting really emotional. <laughs> I know. Watching. It's just like, ah. It was so beautiful. It was such a beautiful reminder of like who she is. She's an inclusivity queen. Even with... Fenty Beauty. The All of the shades for people yes. of color. Yes. The I first mean, the first, first brand to do that. Yeah. D- they called it the Fenty Effect. Mm-hmm. All the brands that yeah. followed. Y'all. Women. I, I know. Like, we're getting to witness that in our lifetime. It's just so cool. It's just so cool. It's so fucking cool. To see a woman like that who came from literally nothing. With all of that said, um, falling through is not my favorite. <laughs> and, and here, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Um, so, still really great. Uh, you know, aside from what you've seen advertised, I'm not going to give anything away. But what they didn't do was layer in sort of uh clips from the production of the show mm. like they normally do. Yeah, like tell the story. Right. They always and I love that about volume one and two, they really layer in so volume one really talks about the brand and what Rihanna is trying mm-hmm. to pioneer within yeah. it. Yeah. And then volume two was really about like her, Rihanna, the creator. Like mm-hmm. and I I love volume two because I'm just ugh, yeah, so obsessed with her. I love her. Um, but then volume three did not include any production of the show. So that's it, interesting that they wouldn't include it. Right. right? After include like that, it was like, that's what made that one so different. Yes. Um, that yes. fashion, that, you know, show so different than the others. Well, on top of, uh, you mean, uh, in comparison to Victoria's Secret. Yeah. So something else that, yes, that and... They shoot it like, like a like a movie almost, like an art mm-hmm. show, like a like it almost feels like a music video. Yeah, I you liked that I mean? in, like, the, in the first one. Like they they sh- they the way that they filmed it, I thought was great. But yeah, I love that they led everything up to that. So it's like you right. got the you got the story beforehand and then you got and to watch the show, show and then so many things made sense. And right. then you're like, Oh yeah, there's the, that, that one person who like is wearing, like the, I saw them earlier in the segment or like yeah. you identify with the people more. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't do any sort of like storytelling. There was no storytelling aspect and I love that part of yeah. it. Like I need that. So it was just straight up a show then? It was a show and it wasn't that it wasn't good. It was just that, 
when it ended, we were like, what? That's it? So it wow. felt a little shorter than the other one. And how long was it? That. Like 30 minutes then? Like 35 minutes. Yeah. I was just like, that's not enough. So we had to watch volume yeah, one, yeah. which was just like, it reminded us like, oh yeah, this is crazy mm-hmm. that this she is why started care. this. This is why mm-hmm. people care. Like this brand this is just changing the game yeah i and, wonder what oh and young do and that. old she does young and old mm-hmm. too like she's yeah. had older women in the show which is super fun i just ah love it queen of inclusivity i just i'm so i want to i'm gonna watch it still yeah, but i so, am sad to hear that the all of the storytelling is not yeah. there and you know it's i would think that it would be because rihanna's had such a year i mean she became a billionaire yes. like that's, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's there's so much to tell. So, I, I tried thinking about what are some reasons why they didn't layer any storytelling into it this time. Uh, I think about the first two volumes and how, you know, they, they've talked about the brand. They've talked about Rihanna, the creator. So, I can't imagine that they were just like, gee, we're out of ideas. Like, no, I can't they, imagine they that, had, that they had meetings about but this. But yeah. I'm also like, well, she's been busy mm-hmm. she's yeah. a billionaire like yeah. she's had a lot going on like maybe they just focused on the art itself and not so much the storytelling or maybe she even felt like oh if, if they tell the story of like how monumental it's been or impactful or whatever and then couple that with the fact that I'm now a billionaire maybe people will take it the wrong way maybe um that's that's one thing one aspect I mean, I think the fact that she she's also, so she became a billionaire, but the bulk of that is due to Fenty Beauty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a big mm-hmm. chunk like of it. Like most of it, yeah. Like most of it. Like not even her music. I want to say it's mm-hmm. like Fenty Beauty. She gets like, like a couple, uh, like couple million or billion, like 1.7 billion of it is due to Savage X Fenty, the lingerie brand, which she's actually only 50% owner of, but that's still a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she, she's partnered up with, I want to say like a French. I, I feel like they talked about that in the first fact check me on that. Yeah, they yeah. do talk, talk about it and I've read it. I just can't remember the name of them, but yeah, she, she's partnered with a huge conglomerate to launch this lingerie yeah. brand. I mean, that makes sense. She's 50% owner, but the Fenty Beauty is like, she's predominant owner mm-hmm. in this. So, and then music, I, I don't even think like a big portion of it comes from music. There's like some money in there yeah. from music, but so I wonder if the fact that most of it comes from Fenty Beauty was like, well, let's not talk about how she's a billionaire when mm-hmm. this is only like a portion a bit of, of it. Yeah. I mean, I still and think it's valuable to it is like valuable. talk about the whole person, the whole story, but absolutely. Man, there's so much money in makeup. Um, oh my God. Wow. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, and then there's this conversation of like, you know, well, cause there's been the whole conversation of like billionaires shouldn't exist because you know, they, they, it's like wealthy money inherited, you know, by people who made it on the backs of others. And like this whole idea of, of like capitalism and how. I don't think that's for every situation. I don't think so either, but you know. The general consensus, like the whole, the whole, you know, eat the rich thing. uh, Right. Eat the rich. Not a fan of that statement. Well, (laughs) I'm not. 
absolutely against it either because I do think that there is an ungodly amount of money that some of these people like yeah, Warren Buffett, I'm talking like Jeff Bezos and the and and even older than that, like wealthy money where it's I mean, these people make buku money and then dodge taxes. And I think we need to reevaluate how wealth is taxed and distributed. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I just think that that needs a healthy review. Yeah. Right. But when I also, when I think of someone like Rihanna, I mean, she, she really came from like, nothing absolutely nothing and and built an empire off of the talents that she was able to give yeah you know to the world a true artist in so many senses and I guess that's what I'm saying is like or what I'm like what when I think about that you know the tax the rich statement I of course these like terrible crooked people come to mind but I know that that's not all of them and I I just not want to paint us you know stroke everyone the same so yeah there are people where it's like what do you need all that money for you should be taxed a lot Mm -hmm. with that much money but then I think about Rihanna now she's a billionaire and I'm like hell yeah you did it like there's nothing wrong there's I guess it's just like the there's this like disparity between oh all rich people are gross and bad and I don't believe that and then also there's a lot of like conversations around money is energy and money is this and money is which I don't think money is energy I think there's ideas around money that some people are raised with and some aren't you learn and you don't and blah 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 at the end of it I think that it's not bad if you want to make money if you want to be a rich person but it's like what are your motives for that like why do you want that are you doing it because you just want it to look cool because you have an ego or do you want it for your own financial security to provide for your family to make the world a better place. I just see two types of rich people and then a ton of people in the middle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's an absolute fair statement to not generalize billionaires, right? I want to say there's like 2,500 of them in the world and there are some women in the mix in there and some people of color. It's not just old, you know, white men or, or predominantly white. No, it actually is. It is predominantly white white men. Yeah. No, it It is. is. But I I think my biggest issue with it is where that money came from. Right. Right. And, and not only that, inherited versus earned or inherited versus made that. And then on top of that, it's how these people are taxed. Like, yeah, the taxing is terrible. It, it is absolutely not okay the way yeah. that everyday average Americans pay more taxes than the everyday billionaire. You know, like, that's yeah. just not okay. Like, yeah. we're talking fractions. Well, and um, it's it's because they, they're, there are tricks around it. Like, they're able to, like, oh, well... I'm not paying tax because I, I bought um, investment properties and those can't be taxed because I own the property. It's like, all the loopholes. Yeah, it's, that, it's, it's a lot of that that a lot... That they have literacy like, to take advantage right, of. Right, right. Or yeah. they hire people that know how to... Yeah, right. Yeah. Money so, works for you. And it's just... I think a lot of money ends up in the wrong hands with yeah. people who have no intentions of doing 
good with it. Yeah. And so that's why it's so exciting and a moment to celebrate someone like a black young yeah. woman like Rihanna, 33 that, years old, who literally built it on her own back with yeah. help of her community. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I love it. And she's giving her talents to the world and she's lifting people mm-hmm. as she does it. Yeah. Yeah. But I will give her all. Yeah, I know. That's why, like, you know. That's where I'm like, oh, so a couple of people I know that are like, eat the rich. Well, what about Viana? Well, that's, why, that's exactly why I brought it up because Sean loves to test me. Yeah. And he'll like check me on things like that to make sure, uh-huh. you know, uh, uh, like pressure test my uh, uh-huh. hypocrisy. And I'm glad that he does it because yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it makes you stop to think mm-hmm. like, what, what do I mean by when I say something, when I personally say something, mm-hmm. uh, like eat the rich or tax the rich? Yeah. Like, when I say eat the rich, I'm talking about tax their asses, distribute their money the appropriate way. Like, mm-hmm. we need fair reviews of, mm-hmm. of and I want to say ProPublica.org mm, yeah. is currently, this summer, they, they broke out a, it's like a developing story, um, where they are with a fine tooth comb revealing um, the secret IRS files um, of just like billionaires, their money, how much they accrue, you know, and have made, and, and um, how they've gotten richer, and what their actual taxes have been, and just to show. Mm-hmm. And, and this has never been done before to this um, extent. So, I'm which is wild that. that it's not been done before, right? Like sometimes these like news stories come out, and it's like we're looking at this for the first time, and I'm like, really? Well, this think about it. <laughs> it. It's like it's these people with money controlling things at yeah. the top, and why would you want to highlight that if you're a part of? Right. The money and the government and the way that this gets yeah. evaluated. It, why would you shine a light on it if you're powerful with money? Yeah. You know, so it takes people, you know, journalists who care about investigative journalism mm-hmm. to comb through years and years of data. You know this. So much, it, so it, much work. You have to truly want to know, yeah. you know, and they're starting this work. And, um... Which is why I was really happy to see AOC, you know, at the Met Gala, making the statement that she was. How could you really give her shit for going to an event that is... She works, you know, it's a public service. Yeah. That they, they hire, yeah. um, or not hire, sorry, they have donated tickets yeah. for X amount of it's whoever. It's perfectly normal. Yeah. She's not the only politician, but... You know, I saw something on a, I don't know, Google, I Googled something, Met Gala, and I saw, mm-hmm. like, her, her dress was making headlines, mm-hmm. and I was so excited, I was like, yeah, like, my girl making a statement, so I, I just Googled AOC Met Gala, and it was just like, uh, AOC at a lavish event yeah. with a dress that ironically says, tax the rich, mm-hmm. it's just like, the message is the medium, okay? Yeah. Like, this is a fashion event. It is a public museum of art. Mm-hmm. It is for the people. She had a ticket donated to her, and she used her platform. Yeah. How is this hypocritical in any way? She brought the conversation back, and she's just so smart. 
Well, and the thing with that dress is it served its purpose. It got people talking. I mean, you know how many people were Googling ta- what is tax the rich mean after that? Yeah. But I've got to, because you haven't been on social, I don't know that you've seen this. I've got to bring it up because I oh. do think that it's important to like acknowledge yes. the designer herself, apparently not you know, a good person. Um, Whoa, owes wait, wait, wait. A, owes a <laughs> spilled the tea. So it came out. <laughs> because, see, what I was reading was that she's like an eco-friendly black designer. That's true. She is. Um, from, well, she's not from Brooklyn, but she designed it in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And what is it? What is the dirt? The designer herself has three open tax warrants in New York because she has not paid her taxes. It looks like the debts, which incurred before the pandemic, are from 2018 to 2019. They have 15 warrants since 2015, and they owe about over $103,000 because she didn't pay the employee payroll taxes. So she took out money for them from her employees um, and then never gave it to the The government. government. Yeah. So that's now that it, which sucks because it's like, ah, no, like uh, it's not now we're not talking about the conversation of this is a larger conversation, but like, girl, what you, you knew that she was going to wear that. You designed that dress and you didn't pay your taxes. Like the message is lost on you. Come on. woman in America and it brings me back to this conversation of billionaires evading tax through loopholes because they have the money and power to lean into the financial literacy of it but that people not paying their taxes do you know how often that happens I don't it actually happens often people get behind on their taxes business owners like that's a thing So I'm not saying that it isn't wrong. I'm not saying she doesn't owe the money. I'm not, that doesn't make her a bad person. People struggle with money. She's an artist. She's a designer. There's got to be a reason why she hasn't paid those. And even more so, don't you think working with a politician, knowing what she was about to help design and, and put in front of the most public, uh, she's not an idiot. Yeah, no, I'm not. You know I, what I mean? But it is. It's, it the is, conversation is not lost on her not paying her taxes. It's just unfortunate that a designer and artist designed something that caught so much attention, and also she did, she hasn't paid her taxes. That to me, that doesn't surprise me, and I also don't think she's not a good person because of it. Yeah, I mean, who knows what kind of person she is. I I really, I just thought it was very ironic after looking into reading a few stories, seeing the reasons for it, specifically the taxes that her employees were, like how we get taxed and mm-hmm. our, like we pay it back to the government yeah. um, for the business that, I think she owns two different businesses, and then her partner who is an inherited billionaire also has something going on with his. So the fact that that was like even a part of the conversation, for me, I think that sucks and it takes away from AOC's statement because now people are not going to 
go, okay, like perhaps like, yeah, let's look into this. Maybe let me dig a little bit deeper. Let me see how I feel. Now the news is all on. Okay. Well, the, the designer that made the dress is a billionaire and she hasn't paid her taxes in five years. Her and her partner are together. They're a billionaire. They, they have billions of dollars herself. She's a millionaire. Her partner that she's with, um, is a billionaire, but from what I read, he's inherited most of it and he owns a business, but his money doesn't come from there. You're right. I don't know that she's, I'm not saying she's a good person or a bad person. I just think that it's like such unfortunate timing because this conversation could have had a much more positive impact. And yeah, it makes me wonder, like, obviously she not, like she understands her, you know, like I would know if I owed money to the government, right? Yeah, people, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So to me, it's like, okay, she either doesn't see that as an issue or maybe she, whether she does or doesn't, hasn't made a statement about it. And it just, it just is not a good look. I'm just going to say it's just not a good look. Question. If AOC, you know, came to Aurora James and was like, I want you to design my look for the Met Gala. Should she have not taken that opportunity to make a statement just because she hasn't paid the government? Personally, I would be like, oh, I'm probably not the best designer for this because I owe I'm not paying mine. I don't know. Like that like I don't know her her reasoning. Like it it's that's what I'm saying like it sucks. I feel like the the message now is See, but I don't I don't think I don't think it takes away from the message. I don't even think it if anything it adds to it. Tax the rich. Make them fucking pay their taxes. Negative, positive. This is a hot button issue. It's going to have both sides to it, both mm-hmm. opinions. I think AOC's point was to introduce it back into the conversation. And she did that effectively. Now, who this person is and and what they've done with their taxes, I didn't know. I do think that it's common practice to dig up dirt. And none of us have our hands clean. And it's important to evaluate ourselves for that. Taxes, on the other hand, the government, all this shit about how people find loopholes, that's a problem. Maybe she found a loophole. Maybe she didn't do it as, maybe her and her partner weren't as clean about it. And look at what, you know Clearly not. (laughs) But it's like, we also voted a president into office who maybe hasn't paid taxes ever. Mm -hmm. So what, you know, I just, I, I, I still love the dress. That's yeah. unfortunate. I'm dying to read more and see I do, what I, I love, will be doing. I love the dress. I love the state the statement. Yeah. I think it's a conversation we need to have. Look, I want to be a very rich person one day. Probably won't happen, but I, you know, I want that. I want a lot of money for myself and for my family. I grew up very poor. I don't want my kids to experience the life, the childhood that I had. And I don't want anyone in my family to. I want to provide for all of my family, Anoop's family. We have a shared vision of that. So with that said, I want that. And at the same time, I want to be taxed a lot. I do not care. If I am making so much money, money, then 
that is okay. Who cares? Why are we being so greedy? (laughs) Yeah, And that's the thing that I don't understand. So that's why when, like, I hear, you know, I have a lot of friends that um, are very, very vocal about, you know, all rich people are bad, all rich people are greedy and selfish and all of these things. And I, I just, it, generalizations, they hurt, they hurt people. Absolutely. There's nuance in everything, mm-hmm. as we can see. But I don't think that it's wrong to want to have money and make money and be rich and, you know, even be a millionaire or a billionaire. Like, do whatever you want. I'm not here to tell you you can't do whatever, but you need to... You need to... You need to pay your bills, your taxes, yeah. you need, like, these are things you have to do because you have that much power. And yeah. you're, like, going through loopholes to try to get rid of it. Like, that just says more about you as a person. And, see, and that's where rich people get, unfortunately, a reputation of not being good-hearted or good-intentioned. And it is because money does change people. It changes people. You hear celebrities and people with money talk about it all the time. All of a sudden, you're living beyond means of reality because you have the amount of money and power that can grant you these luxuries and can have that. Have it. The world is your oyster. You can aspire to make as much money and and have as much money for your family, for yourself, for whatever your dreams desire. That's not what's under question or under fire. It's the practices Mm -hmm. that once you get to this wealthy status where people want to protect their money and it's mine. And it's like they get this like very greedy streak. And I'm sorry, but you have to fucking pay taxes. I don't care that you're a business owner that pays a ton of taxes because you do business. No, no. You have to pay taxes on the profits you've actually made and this little tiny amount that that very extremely wealthy people have to pay to taxes which they ultimately dodge altogether i want to say fucking trump paid like $800 in taxes there's something like, ridiculous like, something come ridiculous on. Yeah. like this, this is what's under yeah, fire yeah, yeah. this is what's under question this is what is controversy because also these people who have made You know, I was never mad at Jeff Bezos. You know, it's fucking crazy to see how rich he's gotten in the pandemic. I see how it worked. I see how it was convenience for everyone. Here's here's where I started having issues with Jeff Bezos getting as rich as he was when I saw how he was treating his workers and how there was no flex to give them any sort of health care protection, like, there the whole, was the just whole, so cutthroat. The whole no bathroom break. Yes. Like, no, peeing I mean, in the bottles on deliveries. Disgusting. And then how dare you go and talk about being on the moon and how your workers and customers are the one that got you there. He's like, well, really, I just want to take a moment to think. All, all of a sudden, you had a country accent. <laughs> I know. So you throw him a hat and you had it's a like, country accent. You go to Texas <laughs> yeah. once. <laughs> once. Hey, I feel you. Thank yeah, he's, his PR like, rep is in his ear like, Jeff, don't. Shut the fuck up. Don't say that. Don't say that. Nope. Nope. Okay. You said it. Yeah. So I just that that is those are the problems that that I think people have Mm -hmm. with the the wealthy and the rich. And it's these practices and these privileges that they get to get away with. Mm -hmm. And it's like we don't talk about it. Had 
uh, AOC never worn that dress, had that designer never made that dress, we would have never been talking about how she needs to be paying her taxes because she's wealthy. She would still be on the low low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not paying them. Nobody know mm-hmm. about it. Just designing dresses in Brooklyn and only tax people would know that she didn't pay her taxes mm-hmm. and her, you know what I mean? Um, so not saying it's right, but also highlights the problem yet again. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, I just, wish, I it wish brings AOC it full would, circle back to it. I wish she'd make a statement. Maybe she has. I haven't, I haven't seen her. I'm going to look into like, it. I yeah, want to see. Follow up, but, Cause, um, I haven't seen anything from the designer, but I, I, hope I don't know and AOC is very like she's that's the type of person she is she calls people out yeah she's she yeah, people so, accountable. um it'll so, be interesting to see how it plays out yeah how it plays out how Agreed. it unfolds yeah. um, no I was sh- I was like <laughs> no I found it on I saw it first on reddit like probably like a like a day or two later yeah and I was like this is fake I was like this is not even real and then I was like it is. Hey, if <laughs> there's like, dirt no. to be found, the internet will find it. Yeah, apparently, um, there's so many, uh, what's it called, um, uh, detectives right now with the whole Gabby Petito case. Um, like, oh, well, Brian said oh, he's here and he had a watch and his time said this, so if you do that with the coordinates of the map in Florida, and it's like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah, that's a whole... That, that has gotten so much attention, yeah. um, and what it's done is highlight all the others that don't get attention. Right, you yeah. You know what I mean? Because, um... The 700 indigenous women that have been missing for the last 10 years in that same area. In 2020 alone, there were 90,000 missing persons cases. Just mm-hmm. 2020 alone. So many children, too. Children. Like, so many children. A ton of them. Um, yeah, I, it's really heartbreaking, like... And they found her within two weeks. Uh, you know what I mean? Within just two weeks of her yeah. being... And, you know, so many people on her case. I love that piece of mine knowing... I mean... Yeah. Oh, I can't even How imagine. tragic that that's what this came to, but mm. the fact that they were able to find her in the mm. woods because the type of closure y- you would need for something yeah, like I don't that. Know how, daughter, I don't know how you go on as a parent. Like, I not know I would rather know don't like think you do they're dead than they might be alive like yeah I wouldn't I would hate to live with that it's just like having that pit in your stomach that unknown yeah, yeah I, I would hate that I I know I'm I'm glad that they were able to you know the, the case is obviously still open and ongoing but I, I am glad that they were able to have like a some quick, closure yeah quick closure and now it's just a matter of like justice because mm-hmm. he did it oh for sure he did it yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah absolutely no, the, if i'm gonna take a guess right now one when, guess once i saw the po- the police body cam footage where they got pulled um, over or sorry not when he uh well i did see that but when yeah. i heard the um 911 call that um somebody called in for them to get pulled over yeah. no the guy was it oh, the guy he was like he was like yeah i you know we just drove by blah 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 um there was a man um slapping a girl um i was like oh I read about violence that i was okay. like yeah he killed her yeah 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 i mean that's such an indicator not a safe uh, and uh, he returned by himself i mean yeah. okay bro once i heard that i was like he killed her and he's hiding. But before I heard that call, I was like, he probably went into the, like, swamp or whatever and, like, committed suicide. That's what I, I thought. Sean thinks... Did they find him? No. Oh, okay. Not as of now. Sean thinks that 
that he's going to kill himself. That oh. I'm like, I don't think he's escaped to go kill himself. I think he escaped to go escape. I think his, his parents, like, helped him pack up some... They went on, like, a camping trip after he got back. Um, and he went by himself. They're the I ones know. that reported him. I, so here's oh, the thing. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here we go. The so the neighbors things. across the street were like, yeah, we know that he came back. And then they, like, bought a new camper van attachment for their truck filled it with a bunch of stuff, went out, and then when they returned, she didn't, they didn't see him, and then, like, the Mustang was gone. So now I'm like, oh, the parents helped him escape. They packed up that thing so he could go and have tools and stuff. They, like, put it in the forest somewhere and then plotted a Mustang on, like, another area for the search to be there so he could get away and live off of the stuff in that thing. So, I mean, who knows? Could you, if you were a parent, could you help your child get away with murder? So Anoop and I were talking about this. I'm just like, turn his ass in. Okay, so <laughs> I said. I, I want to hear. I, I said, hear, yeah. Anoop, um, you know, I know we plan to have a family. You're going to be a great dad. Can't wait. Um, if our child came home and said, hey, dad, I, I um, either accidentally or, oh, let's say accidentally, I was in a fight with my girlfriend. I pushed her. She fell off and hit her head on a rock and she died. Is like, it accidental if he's already been abusing her? No, I'm saying just for the sake of the story. Because our, our, son, specific, our son would never no, be abusive. No, you cannot think like that. No. Shine but, have conversations. Okay, I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. <laughs> so I said, you know, say it's just like a straight up accident. Like, I'm not saying this is the same situation as Brian and Gabby thing. Say accidentally kills her whatever I'm like would what would you do like would you help our son or like what what, what would your re- reaction be and he if said it was well a pure accident yeah yeah he said it's pure accident he said well uh looks like I'm calling the police <laughs> I was like oh okay and you and I are on the same page <laughs> and then and then he was like what would you do and I was like oh well, I think, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, at first I was like, I guess it depends. I was like, look, if it's, like, self-defense, I was like, I'm sorry, and I hate that this is about to come out of my mouth, but if it's, like, trigger warning, uh, if it's, like, um, like, our, like, for instance, like, our, our daughter comes home and she's like, I killed a man, and it's like, why? It's like, because he was about to, or he, like, he was raping me or something. I'd be like, Fuck yeah. But okay. then, but then I'd See, be like. you're changing the story entirely. You no, now no. made it a boy, your son to your daughter. No, I know, you I know. an abusive man to a non-abusive no, no, no. man. No, 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 our son was never <laughs> abusive. Our son was never, I'm just saying like, yeah, look, it depends on the si- this specific situation. I said, I said. Because it sounded like his parents are helping him get no, away. No, no, for their situation, yes. But I'm just, that made me think like, in what situation would I do that and I don't think that I would but when it came to like oh but what if like whether it was a daughter or a son like if someone was trying to hurt or kill or sexually assault or whatever like my child and they defended themselves and it ended up either on purpose or accidentally killed like my this was my conclusion like I would not make them feel any like anything like bad about it right like there's nothing to be I don't want them to feel like... People accidentally kill people all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's- but we got to call some people because if we don't get ahead of this and you try to cover it and like, we just got to... Yeah, we got to... We got to... Look, the, the, we got to be ethical here. Um, We got to turn ourselves in. Like, I re- like real quickly, I was really, like... Well, because you start <laughs> thinking about, well, 
I was just Maybe like, in I'm this not... situation, I would. And that's where your heart wants to go. Yeah, you right? want to support and protect. But, but when your kid's like an abusive person and yeah. a murderer, that's different. So I love watching murder documentaries. I love I cannot do it. getting inside the head <laughs> of a murderer. Like I, I love those things because I... I want to know what takes someone over mm-hmm. the edge, like what drives someone to this type of behavior. I think there are just some cruel people out there who are born that way with, you know, an evil gene. I think there are people who have bad tempers and accidentally react on people. And that, you know, whether they whether they have a temper or not, like that just sucks, yeah. right? Um, and then there are people who accidentally kill people in a freak accident. Yeah. Those are like three very different buckets and and there's layers inside all of those buckets, right? Then there's like mental illnesses. There's all sorts of things. But if my kid came home from a cross-country road trip with his his his, his fiance and he came to me and was like, I killed her. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, help me hide. Uh, no, sir. You're not taking my ass to jail with you. Yeah. We're taking your happy little ass... You stay right there, someone pin him down. I'm sorry, like, because one, what if he goes, let, let's say he escapes to, to Mexico mm-hmm. or somewhere and then yeah. just does this to another one right, somewhere. Right. Or what if we try to help him um, or her and then we just become, we incriminate ourselves by becoming yeah. aiding and abetting. Uh, well, I'm excited because I'm like, <laughs> she's getting her story. Uh, like, she's, she's had story. the spotlight. I mean, she's always had the spotlight on her as a celebrity, yes, obviously. Yes, but yes. this whole, you know, everything with her attorneys and her dad having the conservatorship and all of this kind of coming to light, just kind of almost like out of nowhere. And now from the preview of this documentary, I don't know if she's one of the, someone just working on this documentary right. or like knows I don't know who she is yet but she's given all of these secret documents about the conservatorship and that's what this documentary that's is bringing to light was, okay yep that's awesome yeah so here's what I think is so bizarre which about... if that person got caught by the way of handing those giving those documents to someone yeah jail forever I'm sure well yeah but let let's break that down because if I'm gonna take one guess at who's giving documents over don't you think it would be Britney Spears don't you think she would I don't think that I don't think that she has those documents like really would she I don't know I feel like I feel like I feel like they do not give her access to so many things like they strip her of like Oh, I know. Everything. Yeah. So I don't know that she would have the files to be able to secretly give them to someone. That's a, I was thinking... That's a really good point. You're absolutely right. But I just... Because there's got to be things that Brittany... Like, couldn't she, as a person who has to sign things, have copies of the things she's been forced I don't, to sign? I don't know in a conservatorship if you can have... Co- I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, I mean, I'm sure we'll find well, out. the thing but... about her... Con- so what's so interesting to me is how this conservatorship has actually been public mm-hmm. for a while. A lo- yeah. But and we... Ever since she had her breakdown, right? But we... People have refused to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the first documentary that came out just mm-hmm. recently. Yep. It's crazy to see them 
cool interview clips about her talking about her not being happy. Yeah. Really, her not her talking about how she's not mm-hmm. happy, and it's almost as though they just. Yeah, they were like, no, 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 she just had to cut this piece out. Like, it's almost like they've just highlighted. They they literally highlighted her, like, everyone thinks of, like, it's it's that whole, there's a meme about it. Like, if Britney can make it through 2007, I can make it through anything yeah. or whatever. And that makes me sad. It's so sad. Like, to, also, do you, when this happened, when the whole 2007 shaving the head thing came out, um, there were, I don't, I need to see if this was legitimate but there i remember it being all over like the team tmz like newsweek whatever it was like britney's bodyguard secretly switched out her medication and that's what made her go crazy or something there was this whole thing around um yeah like her being given medicine that wasn't like the appropriate amount um so it put her in like a lucid you know manic state essentially and that's what i want to know is was that true? And then also, did that person really do it on purpose to make her go over the edge, to make her have a manic have episode? That. So then that, because that's when the her dad came in even stronger. Like, was she set up? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. That's what I want to know. From Brittany herself, she's talked about how they've given her, like, tranquilizers, not tranquilizers, um, she talked about it on that court appearance recently where she's like they gave me such and such and I was unconscious for like so many oh. days like how she basically couldn't make yeah do you remember what she talked yeah. about that? I don't remember the, so ju- the drug so she confess that mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it and I'm just like the yeah. fuck her own family drugging her I mean, if you're, if you're drugging someone to the point that they're unconscious for days, like that person needs to be in a, like a, a facility that where they can be monitored and taken care of by doctors, not just you, the dad or the whoever, like assistant, like, oh yeah, let me just give you five of the, whatever these are cool. Knock out for a few days. Like that's not, that's not safe at all. So to me, I'm like, okay, then did you have her best interest? Like, obviously not. I mean, the poor girl describes the situation the way she sees it as a sex slave. She's like, I'm not a fucking yeah. sex slave. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, you could view it as that because, mm-hmm. you know, the image of Britney Spears has always been that of, like, virginity and sex. And like, yeah, so, and just a sex symbol. Yes, yeah, sex symbol. With, like, like, any women in Hollywood, really. But. Yeah, yeah. And she, girls wanted to be her, mm-hmm. men wanted to be with her. And she was just like this pop princess sex symbol and yeah I could totally see how she would feel like she's just being sold for her body her image what she's able to give to people and I mean isn't that the story of women in America just being like exploited left and right Uh, yeah or us on the other end who aren't famous I just find it like almost ironic that she's like I was exploited like exploited like I was so unhappy and I was just used for my like seen as my body and blah 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 and it's like well because the things that you were feeling but the stuff that you were f- probably forced to put out made me feel that way about myself Isn't and so ironic? it's just it's a terrible cycle it's a of terrible like cycle. the women in these positions being like forced into this you know this generalization and having to be sexy and thin and hot and uh, fuckable, but also a virgin and like all of these things, mm-hmm. right? And then we're seeing it as little girls and it we're like, I, ha- I have to be that. Yeah. I have to be that too. 
And then, you know, what that feeds, that feeds the economic power into, uh, you know... Makeup. Makeup. The, love, the you, love you, though, is, Rihanna. The business that is beauty. No, and it's okay, yeah. because, you know, we, we've taken makeup, we've taken mm-hmm. fashion and heels and... And we're making it our own And now. we're making it our yeah. own, and we're leaning into it, and we're yeah. allowing ourselves to enjoy it how we wish, mm-hmm. not just being pushed. So it's okay. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay to want these things or have or be yeah, these yeah. things it's okay to be sexy it's okay to be sensual absolutely the problem is when people don't want to and they're being exploited to or or if you don't want to but it's expected of you exactly and so you're not seen as see and then you have people like megan and cardi and oh sorry, i was not like you me. girl not you <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like what did i do no then you have all these beautiful this whole new wave of women who are really like empowering the the embodiment of i am woman hear me roar watch my ass cheeks clap and people are just appalled at it Mm -hmm. when we're exploiting ourselves when we want to i know it's shake all of a sudden it is this controversy and oh no i know it's just like oh so it's really only okay when you want to well, let's. You let, want to be the power, the one in And let's call it what it, it is. This brings up another point. There are a lot of men right now who are very, very, very upset with Lil Nas. Oh, girl. <laughs> uh, let, yes, this, this feeds into the conversation of misogyny. It's about having the power in the space. It's like, I don't want this on my screen. I don't want to feel vulnerable. I, well, I don't want to feel. I only, I only want sex. And like sexy people when it's a female because I'm a man. If you're right. if you're a, f- a female who's being sexy for herself, I don't want that. I want to be yeah. the one that's making you do. And if you're a man, I don't want to see that. I'm not gay. Yo, we are living in the midst of times where it's just so painfully apparent that men, they're being tested. And they're, they're being pushed to boundaries that make them very uncomfortable. Let's talk about Lil Nas X. Well, you know what's Let's funny is like that down. the whole idea of like being tested and like not to sound hashtag not all men, but it is not. It's not all men, <laughs> well, right? No, but it's it's a ma- it's a overwhelmingly majority of particular type of man who identifies as man yeah. and wants to control. Maybe not physically, but um, no physically. Sometimes physically too. No, no, no. But it's, I'm, it's like of our bodies, right, right, like right, controlling every. But sorry. right, right. Or I guess I meant talk. I meant physically, like in terms of like touching, like that too. Literal though, unfor- unfortunately, yeah, that too. But um, but yeah, just like having the ownership, like taking up the room, uh, sitting in a god in a Zoom call and laying on your bed and like talking about how. Uh, no. you know, like asking questions like, oh, well, you're married and you're in your thirties. Like, are you still fertile? Like <gasps> stuff like that, you know, didn't happen to me, happened to a friend. No, and... but why is that okay? Why should <laughs> yeah. that be happening to your friend? Yeah, no, I know. I know. And I'm like, um, excuse me. First of all, <laughs> sir, why are you laying down in your bed on a zoom? This is a professional work meeting. Oh second, gosh. second, would you ask that of your male colleague? Like, Hey bud. You got a lot of sperm in you still? I just want to make yeah, sure because you're yeah, in the 30s. Yeah. Like, like, what the fuck do you care, bro? Well, it's why just so invasive. It's like, it why do women have to deal with those kinds of questions? Like, it's it's natural for it to steer that way. Anyway, 
Lil Nas, Lil Nas X, oh boy. Let me tell you that, first of all, two things, two things. One, his album dropped on September 17th. So of course it was like the best birthday present ever. Okay, so when he came out with Industry Baby, yeah, when that uh, music video dropped. Um, the prison, uh, the hot yes, pink. I, yep. I ate that up so hard. I made a new watch it like four times and I was like, oh, like, I was like, do you understand what's happening? Like he's making space for not only gay men, but men of color. And he's like throwing in their face that like, oh my God, I literally have goosebumps again. Cause it was, I don't know if it's like, I mean, just so many feelings, but you know, being a person of the LGBT community, I'm like, fuck yeah, we got some representation in here. Second, knowing like, oh my gosh, like my gay brother has someone to look up to, like in, 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 the, in the industry now, like, oh my God, yes. this is amazing. Oh my gosh, now like everyone like does. And then like, it just like, I kept going like, it's like Rihanna with like the inclusivity, like it, yes. it brings me like so much joy. Um, but then he just had me rolling laughing. Oh my God. He is so funny. The way that he just takes people's negative comments and views on him and turns it into literal artwork and just like such comeback, but in like literally in the most like innovative and professional way, it blows my mind. He cracks me up. I watched that video, yeah, for like 40 minutes the morning it came out. I just kept replaying it. And I mean, not only is it like just a sick video, like the yeah. production of it alone, oh. but the 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 lyrics, the dance, like everything. He's like, oh, oh, you're mad that I'm a gay boy and I'm, a, I'm in the rap and just music industry? Okay, well, now I'm just going to shake my ass for you. And guess what? You're probably going to like it. Like, he just, he cracks me up because he's so, he's just so inventive and so funny. And his whole, like, birthing his new album was, like, hilarious to me. Like, I just really like him. I really respect him. I would kill to just be in like a room with him for the night. Like, around, like at a party even. Just, like, being around him. I feel like his energy would be... Like, he looks, he seems like he was, like, the class clown at his school, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. just has that energy of, like, being so funny and just, I don't know. There's just, I just, I love him. Um, and I love everything that he's doing right now. Girl, yes. Yes, yes, yes. What did you feel about Industry Baby when you so, first saw it? I caught wind of it on my way to the gym. So That's you some can good pump, imagine, up, pump, pump up music. Yes, I mean, I just saw the bright pink. I threw on the video, listened to it on the car ride, and then I kept watching it while doing my cardio, and I was just getting pumped. And it was just that video specifically, I loved it because it was such a juxtaposition of black femininity in a very toxic masculine space prison. And what he's doing by creating space for black queerness in the rap industry, it has not been done yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is a Gen Zer. So on top of that, he is brilliant. 
and and his social strategy and game. Yeah, like, his social game is. He is constantly roasting people, and he just does it because he. I feel like it comes with it, his it could, era. He's yeah. a Gen Zer, yeah. and they're just so good at that, like cheeky gotcha, you little mm-hmm. punk. And I think what's so funny is that he is just for once living who he is, right? And it was only then, in that moment, when Montero came out, you know? That was his the first moment of him being out. That's when the controversy started. The moment he, he chose himself. And it was people like Joyner Lucas. It was people like DaBaby. People like Lil boozy people like just people getting aggravated aggravated that i don't want to see that gay shit on my screen Mm -hmm. or what how can you my kid loves you how can you put something like that on the television okay first of all rap is not for children just (laughs) disclaimer like it shouldn't be right but there are you should monitor what your children consume right yeah and i'm sorry people didn't have an issue with Old Town Road, where he talks about lean and taking drugs. To be honest, I did not know that that was what that was about. (laughs) Exactly. Because somehow, the beat, the honky-donky beat, and the cowboy, somehow, something about that brand was welcoming. And, Mm -hmm. And he was dancing at schools and hanging out with kids, rapping about fucking lean. I, I just don't want to hear it. Like, mm-hmm. your kids shouldn't be... You should be monitoring what your yeah. kids listen to. And he's already said it. It's not for children. Yeah, He's 100% creating... N- not just is he... Like, he's a pioneer for all of this, right? Like, he's he's existing as, he, as who he is. But on top of that, it's like all the work that he's doing to also... Um, so, for that video, Industry Baby... I want to say he partnered up with uh, the Innocence Project. Oh yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, he's really good like, at fundraising with his social campaigns. Yes. Like, well, I'm sure like he has a whole team behind him, but the fact that he does it, yeah, he's so good at that. These are his ideas, though. Yeah. These are things that he wants mm-hmm. to do, and then yes, he gets a team to help yeah. him. But he's walking the talk, putting his money where his mouth is, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's not uh, black men putting him down because. There's, there's just a lot of homophobia in black and brown spaces, you yeah. know, coming from a Latina, Latino family. Like, it's just not accepted. Yeah. And I know it's not accepted in a lot of families. It's not just, mm-hmm. but it's like some toxic homophobia in black and brown spaces. And he is doing such a brave thing by being a authentic artist who inspires and, and, and he's becoming a leader. I, I just fully blown away by I mean he's 22 23 years old he's a baby yeah I can't believe how he young he he's is he's so young and not that he looks old by any means no, but no, it's but just like the amount that you have accomplished in in that time like it's it's incredible Yeah, no, 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 we're definitely not. (laughs) 
Thanks everyone for tuning into today's episode. You can follow us on Instagram at CuriosityPod. That's C-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-E-A pod. And you can leave us a voice message. Head on over to our Instagram and click on that bio link. You can also email us at thecuriositypodcast at gmail.com.